welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Hey, I have a new mic and I hope I'm not blowing your ears off in the last few podcasts, but um, it's a powerful one. I made a little bit of an investment for you, Um, (laughs) but I hope you enjoy um, what you're hearing. I am going to talk to you today about the characteristics of a pastor's wife. And I um, think this is a good topic because, again, it's one of the most popular things on my blog. So um, why not um, talk about it here in this platform? So I wanted to chat with you about it because I feel like there are um, some core characteristics of a good Christian and I think there are characteristics of a good wife. And so I, I'm a pretty free spirit, as you probably have gathered. If you listen to any of my podcasts, I'm a free spirit. I, I don't fit in the mold of most tradition. But I do think there's some characteristics worth talking about. Um, so let's, let's chat about them, okay? Um, here's the first one I think that is important. I think it's important that a pastor's wife is kind. I really do. I think that you are in a role where you could either be a hindrance or a blessing, not only to your husband, but to other people in your congregation. I think that kindness is something that is a core value for some people. It comes naturally to them because of their temperament. But I think also it is something that happens when the Holy Spirit begins to live inside of us and begins to live out life through us that it's I I really don't I wonder about people who are mean as the devil and hateful I'm like did you ever meet Jesus I mean were you ever a Christian I mean it makes me wonder you know because if if he lives inside of us we're going to look something like him if he's our heavenly father there should be some resemblance there right so I think a pastor's wife has to be very kind um, to people because people that come up to me 90% of the time are people that are hurting and that are struggling with something. Um, So I, God forbid I ever be someone to push people away or to to hurt them. Okay, if they call that office and get through my husband to me, um, I want to be a kind person. And I want them to see Jesus in me. And no matter what they tell me, I want them to experience Jesus in me. Not judgment right um not anything else right inconvenience um impertinence nothing but i want them to to feel god's love and his kindness and so some of this comes naturally um again temperament personality there are types (laughs) so some of it comes naturally but i think that's an important one don't you i think also that a woman should um a pastor's wife should be an example to other women in a way that is a blessing to help them grow and I feel like she should be able to learn from them as well Um, so I think that those are things that are important so I think she should live her life soberly I don't think she should be a person who is sitting next to everybody in the club smoking a joint I just don't think that I'm sorry that's that's not my church (laughs) that's not church I want to go to anyway um, I remember Dr. Westlake's wife George was um, Jean Westlake uh, my former pastor I found her to be aspirational in her love for Jesus in her commitment to Jesus her devotion to Jesus her willingness to pray for people on a dime 
um, her excitement. Oh my goodness, she'd walked with Jesus for years and the excitement and honeymoon she still had with him um, was aspirational for me. And I feel like that's important um, for a woman who is kind of in the public eye. Don't you think that too? I'm asking you because I want you to answer my question. Not not from your end because I can't hear you, but in the comments. I am really cutting up in these last couple of um, broadcasts. Maybe I ought to call this a comedy blog. I don't know. Um, actually, this is a podcast. But I think that another one is she should dress modestly. I don't think she should come in with cleavage hanging out and boobs bouncing when she walks down the 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 aisle i don't think that i think she should find her way to be modest because i think it does set an example now i'm totally old school i do still cover my legs because i don't want my thighs hanging out um you know i'm still kind of some of it's a weight too i'm getting a little bit chunkier so um yeah but and somebody told me Sunday one of my sisters in church and she said oh sister Terry them big pretty legs and I thought oh my gosh I mean you know I'm glad I brought my lap hanky and I didn't mind her saying that you know at all um it tickled me made me laugh um but I know that I'm glad I brought my little hanky for when I do sit down because your dress goes way up then and so little things like that that I think are good examples and I've seen the difference like at my church the ushers are so sweet you know and kind but they are helping people grow so if a person is exposed they're gonna bring a little hanky to you they're gonna bring them a hanky I've never had it happen to me thank the Lord (laughs) but they're gonna bring a hanky and that's ministry they're teaching and they're helping girls learn that discretion and modesty and they're also protecting the men in the church who may not have um, much control over what they how they feel if you know what I mean so I think that a pastor's wife definitely should be a person who is modest and always and you know the scripture is first timothy 2 9 you know that he want paul said or actually was it yeah he said that he wanted um women to dress modestly and decently and not so much focused on the outward stuff right but being kind in the heart and sweet and a godly spirit those kinds of things are important i think a pastor's wife should also be very discerning um to find her place in the ministry. I'm gonna tell you, my husband's um, got things rolling like a well-oiled machine. You know what I mean? And my role is is kind of backward and to the side, and that works for me. I enjoyed when I led the sisterhood women's ministry at my church, that was so fun, and I enjoyed it. Um, but I really, really love what I'm doing now, which is a very much behind the scenes ministry. And there, it's, it's you know, it was with my minister's wives. Um, and I love that. That is a blessing. I feel like my, that's my, my reason for living. And so I love doing life with these sisters and meeting monthly with them and laying a foundation for us to serve. Um, first, for us to take care of ourselves because we sacrifice so much um, that people just don't have a clue how much these pastors' wives um, give up, you know, and how the toll it takes on marriages and on families. So I love being a part of that. That's, that's been my lifeblood. But I, other things that I do that people would never know about, except the people who are recipients of it, um, that's important to me, you know, and it means something to me. So find your place. I think, you know, you got to find your place in ministry. Is it up front? Is it background? And I always make jokes about people who are not, whose husbands pull them up front and it's not really their place to be up front and they don't like it. They're miserable, you know, and they're trying to make it work. 
you know and it's not cool you got to find your place okay got to find where you belong in in the ministry I think that also a pastor's wife definitely can't be jealous you can't have a jealous nature um, and be married to a pastor or honey they will drive you crazy because women like pastors right can I get an amen women love pastors I have never understood it through the years I have seen pastors who look like little gargoyle Yodas um, and women would chase them as though they were Brad Pitt or what's his name the one um, I can't remember his name in England the you know what I'm talking about the the brown skin guy that area uh, oh I can't think of his name but they would chase him like he was this, this little funny looking pastor like he was one of those Hollywood people um, and it's I don't know what it is I think it's the enemy I think more than anything else but you cannot be susceptible to jealousy or else you will be going you'll have an ulcer because the women are going to chase him and um, you have to be really secure in who you are and really secure in your husband and in your marriage or else it's going to be horrible for you to be married to a pastor you might as well just get some antidepressants now because um, you can't so here's what I think and actually it's so funny I actually said once in a group of women I said and it was a joke and I actually stole it really because I heard Jada Pinkett say it years ago um, Jada Pinkett Smith is her name she said um, I'm never worried about what he does because do you see who he's with you know and I'm, I've, I'm like that's me you just gave me something to say because that's the way I feel um, I'm like brother do you know who you with and I said that to a group of women one time because I'm like, I don't have time to chase him and wonder who's looking at him and all that. I don't have that kind of energy. Um, and one lady said, oh, is that what you tell pastor to make him believe that? I said, no, no, I'm not making him believe anything. He knows it because he's smart. But I'm a catch and I know I'm a catch. And, you know, if you leave this, trust me, there'll be somebody in the next line. You know, I mean, I, I really do believe it. And you got to believe that about you, too, because you are a catch. You are a beautiful woman who loves God, too. Get out of here. Girl, he's lucky. So you walk in the confidence of knowing that you are fearfully, you are wonderfully made and you are a catch. So I wouldn't worry about, you know, anybody chasing after him. You know, you got to build up your confidence. And you know what? The thing that helps me the most is knowing not only that my husband has the integrity, but I don't put my faith in flesh and blood. I don't put my faith in my husband. My faith is in my God that no matter what happens to me, he's going to take care of me. Okay. He's going to, he's going to help me. Um, I haven't had to deal with that thing, but that kind of infidelity thing, but I know that some marriages have made it through, but I know a lot more that have not. And so my thing is, is if it didn't work, I know that God's going to take care of me and he's going to make sure I'm provided for and he's going to meet my needs. And as I sit here, I look through my beautiful living room and I'm, you know, looking through, I'm like, I'm blessed. But guess what? If the enemy took it, God would give it back to me just at another zip code, maybe. Right. So I trust the Lord and you have to, too. You can't be prone to jealousy, honey, or it's it's just not going to end well for you. You're going to stress him out. You're going to show a weak spot to those weak women who are looking for one. Okay, and then they will do things on purpose just to annoy you. So you trust God and you tell God to protect your husband and to guard his heart and his affections and his direction of his attention. And you trust God. Okay, 
don't let those those that that envy get in there because it'll 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 only eat away at you okay it'll make you um, stressed and I don't want that for you that I'm tearing up thinking about it because I know I know a lot of people struggle with that in ministry and you don't you don't have time to be turning your head left and right worrying about what he's doing okay you don't have time to do that um, another thing I think that a pastor's wife should know when to shut her big mouth and <laughs> that's important um, you have to be a vault and, and I learned that word from my husband. I didn't even know he knew or even thought much about me in that area. But one time he said, you know, if you need somebody to confide in, he said over the pulpit, I think you tell Terry, she's a vault. And I am. I don't even tell my husband what's going on. And, you know, I mentioned that in another podcast. Um, he didn't even know. Um, and so you have to keep secrets and be able to keep secrets okay that's important you can't be going doing too much chit chatting and back and forth because you're gonna have situations where people are going to your church that are divorced from one another and you need to be accessible to both and the only way you're going to be accessible to both is if your integrity is intact so keep your mouth quiet don't be always talking um, I mean I'm gonna tell you something that came from Ethel Mills my grandma my grandma had this thing where she would not be on the telephone more than a certain amount of time with anybody because it's something about being on that phone you start talking and all kind of things go left right east west so usually I'll talk you know talk to you for a little while and then I'm done unless you have something you're going through and then I'll try to listen but more often than not I try to get on that phone and off that phone okay so that um, I can't be accused of saying something that I didn't say so um, definitely watch your lips loose lips sink chips <laughs> loose lips she loose lips she I can't even say it say that three times fast loose lips sink ships <laughs> it's hard to say and definitely has to be a woman of hospitality um, I am not at the greatest at that because I'm always moving but um, when I do entertain at my home I do go way out I want to make sure you have an experience you have plenty to eat you had a good atmosphere it smells good it looks good and you can just exhale when you're in my presence I'm that kind of person I want you and sometimes I, I hope to, that you leave with something <laughs> when you leave um, but I want you to definitely think about you know making your home a haven not only for people who come in but for your husband for you um, I've just discovered diffusers lately and the atmosphere they can create have you ever heard of the essential oils and all of that and my husband mentioned it one day he was like oh my gosh what is happening in here lately it smells amazing um, and I put it on there right before he comes in so that he can when he comes in he can smell that pretty smell of frankincense no frankincense smells like feet so not necessarily that one <laughs> I don't like that one but I like lavender and some of the others so I will put those on to kind of give him an atmosphere lately when he comes into the room and so yeah um, make sure your home is a place that that you know you want to be right and definitely other people who come in I think service is another being willing to serve others and be a blessing to others sometimes it looks like staying late when you really would rather have left right after church it looks like walking through to your seat when you know when you instead of taking all the pitfalls or pit stops to greet everybody um, you know it looks like going to hospital rooms when nobody else went knew, knew you were there I've been to hospital rooms when the patient didn't even know I was there um, but they were unconscious or something and 
I went I was there I went to hospital rooms and my husband didn't even know I was there and so it's that kind of thing it means spending time with children teen I love teenagers so that's easy for me but there have been times where I babysat for people you know that's rare because that 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 I'm not a really a kid person that way but if you need me I will I so will if you need me um, that means helping people when they ask me questions about technology or whatever I mean finding your way to serve finding your way your place okay that's what I think and I could keep going I think I've gone on long enough but I um, definitely want you to be a have a good characteristic um, component of being a good pastor's wife and I didn't even get into being a hard worker and seeking to do the right thing um, that's important and uh, you know what the most important one is it is it being a Bible reader and a prayer warrior that's number one I could have said that and stopped this podcast right in the middle you gotta be you gotta be a woman after God's heart man you really <laughs> you hear me I said man you really do you have to be a woman after God's own heart and he'll equip you for this walk that you're doing I think you also need to be a good listener especially when it comes to your husband you need to be a good listener so I might type these out and put them on married to a pastor or God's a girl so that you can um, see them later but I definitely want you to know that whatever characteristic is needed as you trust the Holy Spirit you you're you're equipped you're equipped to the task baby so hang in there alrighty I think my next next podcast is going to be about just for Christian women because I'm talking so much about pastor's wives lately so I'd like to mix it up so we're going to talk about some Christian woman stuff lately but guess what everything I said really applies to you being a godly woman so don't don't leave me <laughs> don't unsubscribe God bless you, sister. I pray that God blesses you, leads you, gives you a heart to serve him and to live according to how he wants you to live. And guess what? That makes you have all the right characteristics because it's the fruit of the spirit, baby. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to find me on YouTube at Godsy Girl Terry, as well as on Facebook at Godsy Girl Living Life His Way. And don't forget Instagram. There you can find me at Married to a Pastor Life. God bless you. Be sure to subscribe, hit the four stars below, and let me know how this is blessing you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.